our wheels on fire and do a jump. At night, it could be quite spectacular, don't you think? Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. Feeling good, Lewis? Those 80s kids remember. Welcome to Those 80s Kids Remember. I'm Andy. I'm Brian. I'm Greg. I'm Mike. I'm Rusty. Hey, who's that guy? Wait a minute, Rusty? Where, where'd this Rusty. guy come from? Where's Audrey? <laughs> <laughs> that was last I was episode. Hoping, I was hoping he'd slip in here unnoticed, but I guess. <laughs> How, how'd you get in here? Yeah, much to uh, welcome, a warm welcome to a new 80s kid, Rusty Deddy. Happy to have you here. Rusty, by the way, where are you from? Where are you calling? Where are you from? Calling from San Pablo, Minnesota. You're from Minnesota, too. So, okay, mm-hmm. so the Wisconsin's are, 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 are outdone, I guess, here. Yeah, well, you I'll guys better beef it up. It's officially three to two now. Oh, take we'll you over. Yeah, got it deep in the field. <laughs> <laughs> Good to have everybody with us here, though, today. Yeah, great to be back. Um, We are going to get to today's topic here momentarily, but I did want to bring something up. Um, I don't know if any of you guys happened to catch the new Bill and Ted movie. I know we did an episode a few episodes back about the Bill and Ted movies. Has anybody other than myself... I've seen commercials for it. I forgot about it. I forgot about it. I did. I I listened uh, to an interview with Chris Matheson about it. With who? the writer, I guess. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Of all of them. Right. Of the entire Bill and Ted multiverse. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah. Is it in theaters? So it is in theaters now? Whatever well, theaters it, are actually open? It's the, you can rent it for the price of going to a movie theater. Yeah, on, like 20 bucks. On Amazon. Yeah, my big thing would be, I don't know how much money it would take for me to actually watch it. <laughs> yeah, that's well, a hefty price tag. Here's the thing. It was 20 bucks to rent it. It was twenty bucks to rent it, and it was twenty four ninety nine to buy it. It like took me five minutes to sit there and figure out which one I'm gonna do. Twenty to rent it. it. Twenty to rent it. Twenty five to buy it. So here's here's okay. It wasn't that good, of course, but I kind of expected that. But Alex Winter, who plays um, uh, Bill, Bill, sorry. Yeah, no, Bill. He plays Bills. Bill S. Preston. Bill S. Preston yes. Esquire. Yes. He was, like, really good. I mean, he reprised his role really well. But the entire time I'm watching it, right, I'm watching Keanu Reeves play Ted. And the only thing I can think, and you see it in his eyes, it's like Keanu Reeves as both a, a person, a private person, and as an actor has yeah. seen so much shit from the time <laughs> the first bullet that came out to this True. one. It's just mm. like you can't see him as Ted. He doesn't he doesn't play it like that. I mean he you can tell he's trying, but you can just see it in his eyes. It's like <clears throat> he's so far beyond it. Like he's John I, he's John Wick. He's John Wick. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's what yeah. I'm yeah. gonna say. I, I'm, going to, I'm exactly. going to bring little Buddha to the screen again. Right. And it's like, yeah. and it was, it was even harder because the night before I had caught like the last um, two thirds of Constantine, so I had just like seen him <laughs> the night before, and it's like now I was like I just I can't, it, like I felt bad for him, so just it was spiritually, just physically, he's been through it all. Yeah, exactly. So it's like it's really hard to see him try to reprise this role of Ted that just doesn't come out as like this. This guy is so sad inside. (laughs) 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 At any rate, I just had to bring that up. 
So today's topic, today's topic, we are talking about the queen of pop from the 1980s, and that, of course, is... (laughs) Yeah, Debbie Gibson. Um, No, Debbie Gibson's mom, Madonna. Madonna! Not really a mom, but yes, Madonna. So, huge influence as far as style, fashion, and music in the 80s, and Mm -hmm. and of course, um, overflowing to movies. Um, quite well, you almost, it's almost like you really can't say enough about that, what you just said. She was really influential. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, there's nothing that that woman didn't do in the 80s. Right. right. Exactly. And I'm trying Not too my, many my... people she didn't do either. <laughs> 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 From Warren Beatty to Sean Penn to Dennis Rodman. Wow, yeah. Nope, not leaving many stones untouched. <clears throat> nope, exactly. <laughs> That's right. Actually, I think the stones are the only ones she left untouched. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, because I'm pretty... No, she was actually a Jagger groupie in the early 80s. Was uh, she really? Was she really? Yeah. I mean, that's that's heavily rumored and nobody's ever denied it. I could see that. Yeah. Mm. Before she... It was like a couple of years before she did her first album. Yeah. Really? Wow. Yeah, yeah. You you'd have to you'd have to go on Google and check it out, but yeah. Only Google knows for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Google always knows. That's right. That's all the answers. I've read it in a couple of books, but Interesting. Is everybody like trying to wrap their brains around that now? <laughs> yeah, <it's> like, <laughs> everybody got oddly quiet there. A little yeah. bit. All my a processing bit. power is devoted to that now. <laughs> Let's talk. Let's talk about our music first, and let's get that out of the way. I, I'm actually in, in. I don't feel bad about it. I actually like a lot of her music. I Into do. the Groove is one of my favorite songs on the planet. That's it. Where, where did that one come out? Was that on Like a Virgin? Yep, that was uh, came out with the movie uh, Desperately Seeking Susan. I believe. Oh, right. oh yes, yes. One of my favorite. <laughs> one of my favorite movies of all time, as a matter of fact. Are you serious? <laughs> no, as a as coincidence would I have it. No, no, no. I don't even know what it's about. <laughs> I remember the film being out when I was a kid, but I had no idea what it's about. Somebody, you know, looking for Susan quite intently. Right. Mm-hmm. A woman yeah, that plays the, the titular too. Susan. <laughs> yeah, I've seen the movie a few times, and I still don't know what it is about. <laughs> In preparation for this, I, I watched it, and yeah, it's it's hard to tell what it's about. Exactly. <laughs> but there are good uh, performances from Stephen Wright, who's in that movie. Really? Really? Yeah. John Turturro, a very young John Turturro. I didn't think about that. Cool. Well, now I'm going to have to go back and watch it again. Yeah. And and Giancarlo Esposito from Breaking Bad. Right. Oh. Really? Wow. It's a treasure trove of little weird cameos. It is. Wow. <laughs> I am gonna have to go back and watch that again. Madonna, <laughs> uh, her first album kind of came out like what is it? Eighty three. Here it was the summer of eighty three, from my information here, and uh, yep. just a couple of years after MTV premiered. Yes, so and she came she, along at a good that's time. Why right? she became the queen? Oh, yes. the radio exactly. Yeah, because I, I think if it wasn't for video, she probably wouldn't have made it nearly as big. Same thing with Michael Jackson. Yeah. Video. Oh, okay. Music sure. videos. If it wasn't for that five-year span that MTV showed music, 
videos. You know, five years. We look at the singles that came from Madonna's first album. I, I, we talked about this before we came on the air. Borderline. Borderline. I love that one. The best. I I don't know. That's you know subjective, I guess. But Borderline is probably the best known song on the album, and that was the last single that was released from. There were five singles released from that Mm -hmm. album, and Borderline was the last one. Really. Mm Hmm. Some and song called Everybody just was number one. Didn't make it very far, or they did they chart at all? Uh, Holiday Lucky was the third. Star. And Lucky, Lucky Star. Holiday yeah, and Lucky, Lucky Star, Star yeah. And look at his <clears> other two singles. Everybody yeah. and Burning Up, I do not know those songs. No, neither no. do I. No, and I, I have to say, all right, one of my favorite, favorite memories about Madonna in the 80s, uh, I was watching something like cbs news or something like that yeah i'm the old one here um (laughs) cbs news coverage of madonna yeah they were uh, (laughs) they were showing the the women or the the kids that were outside waiting to get in there was like this pack of of 12 year old girls all dressed like madonna and the one (laughs) and the the one that they you know put the microphone in front of she said madonna is such an individual and she's so unique and she's her own person Kristen and I want to be just like her. <laughs> wow, you're you're missing the point of what you just said, kid. <laughs> she's such a she's such an individual. Oh, I just yeah. like her. That's great. It's funny that you mentioned that. I want to be I an individual so many just clips like of lines <laughs> for her concerts, and they were just—I mean, yeah. crowds of people, all twelve-year-old, thirteen-year-old girls dressed in lace. <laughs> The, the and the crucifixes. Yeah. And, but that's where at least Deacon Susan made me understand. There's kind of a punk fusion. I think she was making punk more consumable for wider audiences without yeah. actually being playing right. punk music. Without actually being punk herself. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Making a safety pin through your nose. Right. The non mohawk punk music. When did Desperately Seeking Susan come out? That's 84 ish, 85 ish. It was yeah. It was while I was in high school. Eighty five. So, Eighty five. Because okay. I was I was at that age, uh, that eighteen year old age, where I said, you know, there's hot women in that, but it really looks stupid. So, oh, Rosanna Arquette <laughs> was in that with her. Wow. What was that, Craig? I said Rosanna Arquette was in that with her. Yeah. 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 She, by the way, is the inspiration for uh, Toto's song Rosanna. That's true. Yes, I've heard Wild that as stuff. well. Mm, I did not know that. Yeah, I think one of the guys in the group was banging her, wasn't he? Either that or a hardcore crush, but you're probably the probably the former. Yeah. <laughs> Madonna also took fashion into places that no one had ever seen outside of your clubs. True. Really. Very true. Yeah, uh, she was very Brooklyn. Yeah. Well, she she took a lot of that from from the um the balls. I'm sorry, the what? The what? <laughs> from the, from <laughs> the balls? From the balls. Um, you know, the... the the um, A group? I guess what we would call now the LGBTQT community. Oh, okay. Sure. And their, and, and their balls that they would have um, on weekends. Um, yes. Early 80s, um, late 70s. And that's, you know, that's where Vogue, voguing came from. Yeah, she did that. Right. So I think her mm-hmm. her style and her fashion also, you know, came from you know that. She was more drag than many drag queens of the time. 
<laughs> yeah, I could see that. Well, come on. You guys, does anybody else remember lustfully the um, video for uh, Open Your Heart? Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. That's the one where her nipples were glowing? No, that's the one That's the one that had the cruise missile breasts. Mm. Right. Oh, this was like later. Later. Yeah, that's yeah, like yeah, 86 yeah. or so. Long. But she had yeah. those big spiral cone things uh, on her breasts. And it was like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, didn't they light up at the end, too? <laughs> or am I misremembering? Some yeah, revisionist was... history here, I think. Yeah, she, she just didn't draw enough attention with having those on. She had to light them up. Um, <laughs> Have them blinking. I thought they were, like, blinking or some shit. I don't know. Maybe, I, maybe I'm Air misremembering air traffic control that. thing or something. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> okay, so the two main songs that came off there were what? Lucky Star and Borderline? I think so. Holiday okay. was on there, too. Your Both holiday, pretty decent yeah. songs. Both videos, I remember vividly being on MTV during their, as Mike said, five-year span of videos that they showed. And then what? She, she came out with uh, that second album. That was like a Virgin, wasn't it? Like a Virgin, yeah. yeah that one That yep. one hit pretty hard, yes, in 84. That's the one that really ruffled the feathers of suburban housewives. And... Oh, God, yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> she became America's whore. I mean, people treated her like a whore <laughs> for, as far as the media and older <laughs> women and old, you know, parents and grandparents. America's whore. <laughs> <laughs> Not America's me, sweetheart. I, I thought you were going to say America's <laughs> sweetheart. And did fashion and that sort of thing. And I, also, I've always respected the way she reinvented herself decade after decade. It's not yeah. easy to do. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and that album has Material Girl on it, which I remember being a the Marilyn significant Monroe comment. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, 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 the homage to Marilyn Monroe mm-hmm. in that video yes. was, mm-hmm. was fantastic. Yeah. The Diamonds Are a Girl's Best Friend homage, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's like her idol. That's like her, uh, her, her yeah, she loved Monroe. Now, I remember seeing that video a lot. That video was overplayed. <laughs> what about Madonna wasn't overplayed, man? That's true. It's <laughs> a good point. There was a time period it was either Michael Jackson or Madonna. Yeah. that's. I think that's why she kept, she reinvented herself for every album was just so that people didn't get sick of what they were seeing. Yeah. Right, exactly. Sure. Maybe they threw, maybe they threw Right Said Fred or something in there occasionally, but for the most but, part it was Michael Jackson <laughs> and Madonna. And with and with Madonna too. I mean, you've got you've got artists out there trying to reinvent themselves to, you know, be relevant in the time. Right. All the time, but it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And somehow every time she seems to pull it off, almost yeah. every time. Well, you right. know. Well, it's not just that she pulled it off, it's that she set the standard. When she Exactly. She yes. would change and then everybody would change to be like Madonna. Mm-hmm. Yep. She's kind of a cultural curator. You're right exactly. though. You know, Andy was right though. A lot of artists tried to reinvent themselves and simply can't do it because it's not that easy. Think uh, about Katie it. Katy Perry, I think, is having that problem right now. She's she's not as relevant as she was five years, six years ago. Who? Not no. even right. close. Yeah. <laughs> That's because I mean, she needs to kiss girls again. Oh, right. Katy Perry. Okay. All right. <laughs> Wait, think about the eighties though too. Think about what a what a rough time that was for a lot of long in the tooth pop and rock acts. 
You know, oh, yeah. <laughs> that was a bad time for a lot of like 60s and 70s groups. Kiss taking off the makeup. Yep. Yeah. That was a, one of the worst reinventions ever in the history of music. <laughs> well, Grace, that, Grace Slick that, and Starship. That, yeah, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> Starship. That'd be the other one. Oh, yeah. That was terrible. Starship was like, you know, what all came off of Like a Virgin? What all came off that album? Uh, Like a Virgin was your first single. Uh, Material Girl was your second. Okay. Uh, Angel was number three. Okay. And Into the Groove was number four. Well, that's a hit filled album already. And Dress You Up. Remember that one too? Dress You Up. Good Dress You you Up. I I, I don't remember Angel and Dress You Up either. You don't remember Dress You Up? I remember Dress You Up for sure. Yeah, they made a uh, a Levi's commercial out of that back in the late 90s. A Dockers commercial. Gonna dress you up in my love. They had oh, dress, those... yeah, dress oh. you up in my love. Now, see, now that you okay. the rest of the, the yeah. chorus, I... All <laughs> hey, over here, your body. Some, some tangential action coming up, but I remember um, <laughs> <laughs> when I think of jeans commercials, I automatically think of three-legged jeans on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, the, the, the one for me is always uh, uh, bad idea jeans. Oh, I remember <laughs> that one. Yeah. Yes. So there I was in Haiti, and I didn't have a condom, and I thought, how often do you get this chance? <laughs> bad idea. <laughs> cool because they're yeah because they were all at a basketball park and then all of a sudden all the they're all white dudes sitting around then they all decide hey let's yeah. let's play those black dudes in a game in a pickup game yeah <laughs> brought to you We've by five hundred dollars says we can beat you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but back to madonna yeah. Um, she also had that very famous performance around this time on stage where she was performing like a virgin and she was writhing around in the wedding dress yeah. up on stage. What was that? The oh, MTV? Yeah. Oh, was that MTV or the Grammys? Was it the music I awards? Think... I don't remember. The music video awards? Yeah, I can't yeah. remember either. I can't recall. The MTV video awards, I think is what it was. I would guess it was on MTV just because of the content there, but... Yeah, I don't think the Grammys would have allowed that one. Yeah, I not, know. Not, That's not, what I was thinking. The 80s. No, they might have pulled the plug. It might have been but a I, you know, too I think suggestive. As far as influences go, there would be no Lady Gaga right now. Exactly. Yeah. Just wouldn't have happened. Well, <laughs> the, there wouldn't be uh, so many uh, female per- performers that that drew not just their inspiration, but their strength from how she did what she did. Yeah, exactly. Right. See, and I was trying to explain that to my older son because he hears Madonna and he goes, blah, blah, you know, which I get. But I'm like, well, you don't understand back in the 80s. I mean, I think the best comparison that you could probably get, in my opinion, to today as far as success and, um, you know, the way they do their art, I think Beyonce probably would be the closest comparison that you could get to get kids today to kind of understand mm-hmm. how it was. But then he was like arguing with me, no, no, I think Lady Gaga is a better comparison, but I'm like, you don't even know. Yeah, right, <laughs> so, exactly. Yeah. So it may be a cross between the, the two of them, but... Madonna didn't need to wear meat. Exactly. 
Yeah. Well, Gaga well, was a much better singer. Did she, did, yeah. didn't she, did she, it, she did it on principle, but she didn't need it. Mm. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Gaga's a better singer than Madonna ever was, though. I agree with that one. I agree with that. I honestly oh, don't really listen to much Lady Gaga, so I wouldn't then, know. I got to say, you're missing something. Am I? And that's, that's coming from a metalhead, you know. Wow. Um, I really... Uh, the quality of her voice when she's singing duets with Tony Bennett or uh, what's that? Uh, she did that uh, Star movie with uh, Star is Born. Um, yeah, yeah. Star is Born with We're Rocket out of Raccoon. The shallow now. <laughs> yeah, Bradley Cooper. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She was good too. Yeah. Well, Bradley Cooper's the voice of Rocket Raccoon on <laughs> in Guardians also, of the Galaxy. He's also America's Sniper. Yeah. Yes, he is. That's right. But yeah, uh, the quality of her voice is amazing. I would agree. I totally agree there. Uh, I, I'm not saying that she's a better songwriter by any stretch. No, I don't think people no. knew that she had that good of a voice until just recently. I, don't, I mean, right. initially people did not know because she wasn't really showing it off. She, it wasn't the focal point of her or her music or anything. Uh, but her voice is, is pretty damn good. Um, I, I would like to also say one other thing about Madonna. Um, I turned 18 and graduated in 1985, and the very first dirty magazine I legally bought was Madonna in Penthouse. Really? Oh, wow. <laughs> yep. July 16th, 1985, baby. I didn't know she was in Penthouse. Uh, it, it was... Um, Doesn't surprise she me. Was, but... uh, yeah, she did mo mo young modeling when she was like 18, 19 years old. And um, it was also the first time I had ever really experienced um, black, hairy armpits on women. But, Duh. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was through what? It was a uh, penthouse. She was, oh. Uh, it was right around the same time that um, Miss America that got trashed. Oh, right Vanessa Williams? Yeah, Vanessa. Vanessa Williams. It was right around the same Vanessa Williams scandalous year. But um, Madonna had taken the nude pictures willingly, whereas mm -hmm. Vanessa Williams had said um, she was told that it was just going to be shadow. Oh, wow. Big difference there. Yeah. I didn't know all that detail about that. Oh, my God. That was huge controversy because they stripped her of her crown. Yeah. yeah, I knew that. Yes, they did. Yeah, and she they was made, the first Black and, Miss America ever, and then she had to. Get, give the freaking ground back, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then they made her sing really bad pop music. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Under, under duress. Right. Don't don't pick on Vanessa. I like Vanessa. <laughs> oh, Vanessa's great. Fantastic is... actress. Leave the singing alone, like Eddie Murphy. <laughs> Just stick to the com comedy, man. Don't <laughs> sing. Like Madonna with acting. Exactly. Yes. Don't, stop it. And stop she tried it, it time after time again. She did serious roles. She did funny roles. And it just, for me, just didn't pan out. Remember Body of Evidence where she was boffing Willem Dafoe? God, yes. <laughs> Great fun. Uh, yes. It was like a total uh, basic instinct ripoff. 
You know, as far as her dating, Warren Beatty sticks out for me because I remember I'm, I'm a huge Warren Beatty fan, and I just remember thinking, what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> well, <laughs> you with Madonna. It, you well, know, if you've got it, you've got it. She probably had, you know, certain talents. Yeah, certain diseases <laughs> on both parts. <laughs> I'd say not all of her movies were terrible. I guess it would be. Um, I mean, she wasn't that bad in League of Their Own. Oh, oh, she was oh actually that's really true. Good. She was good in that. She was good. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then you know she wasn't bad in Desperately <clears throat> Speaking Susan either. And then she had um, Who's That Girl from '87. I don't know if any of you all. Seen oh that. God! I just no. heard that song at Festival Foods the other day, and I couldn't get it out of my head afterwards. My sister yeah. listened to that song all the freaking time. Which one is it? Who's that girl? Who's that you remember girl? that? Oh, okay. I mean, Masamita. the movie itself Masamita. is like a, a perfect vehicle for Madonna because it was very, the, her character in that was very um, free-spirited sort of yeah. character. So, I mean, in the type of film that it was, you know, it wasn't that bad. But, I mean, it wasn't a dramatic role either, so that could have a lot to explain. Right. And watched uh, Shanghai Surprise. Anybody seen that? Oh, was that her and Penn? It's Sean Penn. Yeah. Yep. She plays a, a off-type, plays a missionary character. That's right. I remember that. <laughs> Never saw it. A little off-type. It's it's incredibly bad. And that's I, what I've heard. Apparently, that's how she got a lot of her partners was because of movies. I mean, oh. who the reason she was with. Warren Beatty was Dick Tracy. Dick Tracy. Yeah. Right. And then Shanghai Surprise, Sean Penn, and then, you know, Guy Ritchie. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's a great place to, to meet singles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Best dating scene. Great, great career opportunities, too, I hear. Uh, June of 86, we have True Blue, the album. Well, she was priming at this point. I yeah. mean, she was on top of the fucking world at this point. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of movies with uh, Sean Penn, uh, she had the the uh, theme song to At Close Range with Sean Penn and um, um, Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken. Live yeah. to Tell. Pretty cool song, actually. Yeah, it is a pretty cool song, actually. Yeah. Well, she did have one yeah. other movie song that was... The only thing about the movie that was any good was her song. Uh, what was that one? Um, the hockey one. Uh, I've got the worst memory out of the group. Too, hockey, by the way, Rusty. Like like a goalie. Yeah, like a <laughs> like a goalie. You guys remember Papa Don't Preach? That was oh, yeah. on True Blue. Yeah. Yes, that was the second single on True Vision Blue. Quest. Was it Vision Quest? Vision yeah. Quest. Vision That's Quest. Right. Yes. Thank you. Ah, oh, crazy for you. That was the only thing about that movie that was any good. What was the song? Crazy for You. Oh, that was on. Oh, I didn't know that was in that movie. That's Crazy the only place that it was released is on that soundtrack. Wow. Gargantuous hit, too, by the way. That was a big yeah. hit. That was huge. And that movie was god-awful. Yeah, because he, he was a hockey player that went to do figure skating with her and just not good. Not good. Yeah. Yeah, it looked bad whenever it first came out, so I never took the time to watch it, and clearly now I'm not going to. <laughs> <laughs> for some reason, I always confuse the video for Papa Don't Preach with the video for Girls Just Want to Have Fun. 
So I think of <laughs> Captain Lou Albano as being her father. <laughs> Dude, that would have been classic. That, yeah. that would have been classic. Lou Albano <laughs> being her father and Papa Don't Preach. Her dad in that video, though, is Danny Aieo, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he's an actual actor, yes, mm-hmm. that people knew. You know, she wrote a book, too. Do you guys remember her writing a book? Sex. Is that you would call that writing a book? Yeah, well, I don't think it's something. I think it was, I, she manifested it. Yeah. An adult well, it's, it's extremely really? sexualized. And I remember on SNL, oh. they did like a, a parody of people reading from the scripts. And they had Bill Hartman as Tr- Charlton Heston reading, uh, <laughs> I like my vagina. <laughs> it was the it was audio book. Yeah, he was recording the audio book version of, of sex. Charlton Heston was. Yes, with Danny DeVito. I yeah. love my <laughs> vagina. <laughs> now, I know that uh, Weird Al did a bunch of Michael Jackson songs, but did he do anything besides oh, he, like, well, a, yes, like a surgeon? Like a surgeon, like a surgeon, parody, yeah. like a surgeon right? <laughs> Yep, that's, yes. that's that's my introduction to Madonna is Weird Al. Is really <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nothing wrong with that. That was great. Mine was uh, mine was actually Live to Tell. Really, that was about the time we first started watching MTV when I was a kid. Yes, was in early. Yeah, 86. it was when I whenever I first started watching MTV that I took notice of her, and then she became, of course, more and more relevant, and she just eventually blew up and by the time she got to true blue she was like i said she was just priming yeah i what else came off that album oh you had live to tell that was the first single papa Another big one papa don't preach was the second one uh well it's obviously true blue, true blue was the third one uh mm-hmm. open your heart and yep, that's a true blue and remember this one the final single was La Isa Bonita. Remember that La, one? La Isla. You're Spanish lullaby. Yeah. yeah. Like, there's a lot of controversy on this one because you had the pop-up Don't Preach, and that one had, like, tons of controversy in it because, oh, my God, she's, like, um, she's endorsing a premarital sex and, and, and all this crap and, and young girls. She's mm-hmm. pregnant teenager. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's keeping her baby and, I'm you know. Whatever, but um, the like you said, Bonita one that was um, she she had a, a endorsement going on with Pepsi, and she lost her endorsement over that because they they were doing an ad with that song, and then there was like this outrage because it it showed all this Catholic kind of symbolism in um, I think her kind of like. I'm not sure if she was, it's been so long since I've seen this video, if she was lusting either after a priest or after Jesus. Oh, that but, was uh, like a prayer. Yeah, yep. that, that was, was like a prayer. Yeah, that well, was one like where she was, she was like masturbating in the church and making out with a yeah, priest and stuff. Oh masturbation. And, oh, and it had, I really don't remember it yeah, then. And it that had, video was serious. Jesus turned into a black man and that, that was scandalous. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay, so I'm jumping ahead in memory, I guess. <laughs> I was going to say a lot of shock value, yes, but there was some talent there as well. Uh, let's see. Who's that girl? <laughs> Nin- <laughs> 1987. That one I don't remember much off of except for who's, who's that girl. Yeah, the only singles. Yeah. I don't remember the look of love. I do remember causing a commotion, though. I, I remember the look of love. 
That one. God, I don't remember that one. There at was all. a commercial that had the look of love. I'd probably know uh, it if I heard it. Huh. I'm sure I've heard it before too, but I can't. I just can't place it right now at all. And I'd really rather not sing Madonna for you guys. So yes, please sing for us, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Belt one out for us. I could sing "Cause and Commotion." Is that the movie soundtrack? Yeah, those are the three singles off the soundtrack for "Who's That Girl." The title song, "Causing a Commotion," and "The Look of Love." There was you like, mentioned "Like a Prayer." Now, when did that come? What album was that? Eighty-nine. Okay, "Like okay. a Prayer." Yeah, I knew that was late eighties. She had this album here in late '87 that was released. It was like uh, dance remix stuff that she released called uh, "You Can Dance." I had it. Huh? I owned it. I had Shut it on up. cassette. Was she right? Ooh. Could you dance? Mainly because of my girlfriend, <laughs> but I enjoyed it too. Actually, that's when I realized maybe I've got some problems I need to deal with. <laughs> <laughs> But I, but I totally jammed to that CD. I, t- I, can, I really, really remember it. Dang. Yeah, there's like and nothing on this thing that was like singles. What, no, what Into the Groove is what on there. It's a great mix of that song. You Can Dance. Yeah, Into the Groove. My God, it's like an eight and a half minute version of Into the Groove. It's yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot of Into Groove to take. Where's the Party? I remember that song. That one's on there. See, I don't remember that one. I remember Holiday. When did Holiday come out? That was in the early 80s, man. That was the first album. That was the first album, yeah. Okay, okay. She did that on uh, Live Aid because I remember for the first time, she was like really straining to to have her voice heard. I don't know whether they were having mic difficulties or PA system difficulties, what it was, but she was having to scream a little bit so her voice sounded even worse than it normally did. (laughs) Uh... She looked good, though. I remember that. Oh, I didn't know she was at Live Aid. Okay. No, I didn't yeah. remember that either. They were having audio problems at Live Aid, though. Oh, yeah. Because like, if you watch the uh, the set that uh, Bob Dylan did with Keith Richards and Ron Wood. Dear God. It's a, it's a little rough. <laughs> that it's just a little sounds rough. rough. You're going to blame it on yeah. the audio? Really? <laughs> those yeah. guys. Blame oh, God. On the audio. Oh, God. Those guys were fucking, they were lit. They were yeah, left was, too. Yeah, yeah, that that was the sound guy trying to spare everyone. Just <laughs> <laughs> those sliders coming down. Right. Well, Nobody like, needs to hear this. There was a big <laughs> bunch of shit where uh the where Keith and Ron couldn't hear exactly what Bob was playing. So I'm not I think there was a couple of instances where they were like playing different guitar parts than what they were supposed to be playing and that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's just avant-garde. look up Bob Dylan Live Aid. It's yeah, it's it's kind of embarrassing. It's enjoyable, I'm but it's sure. kind of embarrassing to watch too. It's as embarrassing as the Christmas album. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty hard to touch that one. <laughs> that's Bob great Cat stuff. March of '89. Here we go into Like a Prayer. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, very controversial video. I mean, really mm-hmm. controversial. Yeah, she's like dancing yeah. around with the fo- the crosses on fire in the background and everything. We mentioned the yeah. stuff in the church, too. Then there was and... the blind guy, and of course, everyone had a problem with that, too. Mm-hmm. Which is absurd, but that's the way it was and kind of still is in some areas. I was reading she was really upset that she lost her endorsement with Pepsi over that. Really? I, rem- I can see yeah. that. Now that you mention that, I... 
I do remember that about the whole Pepsi thing. Mm-hmm. About her losing the endorsement? Yeah. See, I don't well, what was really stupid is because they were like making a commercial out of that video. Isn't that what it was? It's like they threw a can of Pepsi in there. And it's like, well, what the hell did you think? I don't. Did you not watch the video before you threw a can of Pepsi in there or something? Or you know, sometimes you just start signing contracts. Things get out of hand. <laughs> right. Exactly. No. I got. I got to also bring. You're one Madonna. Other thing. We trust you completely. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sucker. Uh, Madonna's album uh, "Like a Prayer" also has a Minnesota connection. Oh, really? Does it? What Yes, it was recorded at Paisley Park, baby. That's what I was thinking, yeah. Yeah, it was recorded at Paisley Park. And Prince, uh, on the actual song of Like a Prayer, Prince was the backup vocals. I could see that. What? Really? He collaborated with so many artists back then. Mm. Uh, But that, you know, that's just one of those things you learn at the Paisley Park studios, by the way. But, um, yeah, because when the song came out, I don't remember them mentioning Prince in any way, shape, or form. Mm-mm. Well, Prince was involved in a lot of stuff. Yeah, he was. He wrote he was never Monday mentioned. for the Bengals. Yeah, I mean, there's the tons of shit that you hear Prince had something to do with, and you're like, oh, wow, I really didn't know that. So Sinead O'Connor's he... big hit, he wrote that. Mm. Yeah. God, there was another song that he wrote that I learned recently. I can't remember it. That was like a huge hit. God, there were else. so many. He was all over the place. Yeah. He was like Michael McDonald in the 70s. He just somehow popped up on every track <laughs> <Yeah>. available. <laughs> Michael mm. McDonald. From Like a Prayer here, you had, uh, obviously you had the title track. Um, then you had Express Yourself. Okay. Come on, girls. Do you believe in love? You know, that whole thing. I got something to say about it. <laughs> I kind of which one is the I kind of sounded a little more like Mr. Bill there than around. McDonald, which but that? what's that? Which one is the video with her and this little boy dancing around together? Wasn't that open your heart? Yeah, that's what yeah. it was. Because he yes. shows up and and like uh, starts getting like I don't know, he starts showing up and getting a peep show from her or something like that, and then the end of yes. dancing with each yes. other. What? That was the no. that was the cone tits was video, wasn't it? No, that was yep. something else. Wait a minute. What no, song did open you your say? heart. Yeah, open your heart is where she was. She was the stripper. Yeah. And, the... Uh, the 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 guys just sitting in the, mm-hmm. the boot windows staring at her. Mm-hmm. Not a little boy though. Yeah, it was a boy. A little boy. Yeah. He looked about maybe eleven or. He's 12. watching her dance. Yeah. She dances with him quite a bit in the video. At the, I think at the end, yeah. Yeah, at the end. Really. The whole thing I don't turns. Think, yeah, I don't think he was one of the people in the in the uh, peep show booths. No, but, I don't think yeah. it was either. It may have been, but I I don't remember that. I just remember get this little boy on the phone. Like crazy. I remember that. <laughs> yeah, get the little boy on the phone. He's got to be what sixty now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. You got your Express Yourself, uh, Cherish. I remember Cherish as well. I remember that, sure. The other ones I don't remember. The other singles from this I do not remember. Oh, Father, Dear Jesse, and Keep It Together. Well, Dear Jesse was made for Jesse Ventura. Everybody knows that that was <laughs> really why. See, I, thought it was a, I thought it was a sequel to Jesse's Girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> it was about the uncle on Full House, John Stamos. Yes. <laughs> Dear Uncle Jesse. <laughs> yeah, those last uh, three, I do not remember any of them. And I was watching mm-hmm. MTV back then, too. Yeah, she was. I mean, she was all over MTV. Yeah. Do we want to get into the 90s? I mean, I know we're, we're 80s kids, but... Yeah. The way she reinvented herself and kept going and and was a legitimate hit maker throughout the 90s, I thought was very impressive. When did Vogue come out? That was like 1990. Vogue was on Breathless, that that Dick Tracy album. Oh, okay. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. The soundtrack to Dick Tracy? Vogue, 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 Vogue. If I'm not mistaken, did that movie tank or did it do fairly well? Oh no, that movie was hor- uh, did really bad. That's what did I thought. It? That's what I thought. It got horrible reviews, but I actually thought it was pretty good. Because um, Pacino was in that. Well, yeah, Pacino was the villain. Of course, Pacino was also in Jack and Jill with Adam Sandler. So <laughs> they made it. <laughs> I think Pacino just signs on to any script he can sometimes. <laughs> just wandered by the set. So that really kind of Vogue was on the Dick Tracy soundtrack. Is what you're saying. It was called I'm Breathless. It was uh, music inspired by the film Dick Tracy, it says here. Oh, I see. Okay. Vogue? Really? Yeah. I, I don't get that. That does not make sense to, do, to me. It had nothing to do with the movie. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't. It does nope. not make any sense. But when you see the cover for the album, it yeah, that's, that's the Dick Tracy album. Yeah. Interesting. That is. I didn't know that. I was not aware mm-hmm. that Vogue came from that album. Well, because I, I, I figured it was. It had to be about that time period. Yeah. 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 1990. Right. Yeah, it was. But I just I didn't know it was from the Dick Tracy album soundtrack or whatever it is. Yeah, this is kind of shocking. Isn't it, though? <laughs> I know why. She, why is everybody was, so dumbfounded she, about Yeah, this? she was jealous of Prince and Batman, <laughs> so she had to do it. Uh, Oh, no shit. <laughs> oh. oh, I wouldn't surprise me if she was. No, that wouldn't surprise me either. That was a convincing poll there. Yeah. It was. I remember the bat dance with Prince, yeah. Yeah. Stop the press. Who and is that? Queen doing a Highlander. <laughs> <laughs> Another awesome soundtrack. Oh, my God, no. Flash Gordon, Queen doing that yes. one. Yes. Oh, that one was awesome. It's still one of my favorite movies, and my kids hate it when I like start blaring that that song. Do they really? Because <laughs> <laughs> of course, you know, I've got to stand there doing my superhero pose while I sing it. He's the savior of the Late, late in 1990, she put out. I remember this. I thought it was a little bit later. Than this a couple of years later, but it was 1990. She put out the Immaculate Collection, then that was the next thing she put out. Mm, yeah, mm. compilation album was a yeah. greatest hits basically. But it also had Justify My Love on it. That was a new okay. song. Oh yeah, yeah. That was pretty big too. That was the yeah, that, that was the that sex song, wasn't it? She had all those naked guys in that video. Yeah, yeah. For some reason, I don't remember that one. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> it was shot in black and white i remember that like i can't tell you about that uh, i can tell you all about the cardi b videos but um no not not Ooh. the naked men ones i do not envy you <laughs> <laughs> they're not that bad with the sound off 
ringing endorsement. <laughs> so jumping to the end, apparently she released an album in 2019. I was completely unaware of. Really? Really? Yeah. Yeah, Madam X. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you know, as far and what Rusty's talking about is the Madonna now. She still wears the same type of scantily clad stuff, and it's like it it doesn't work anymore. And she's like a, you're almost she's 70. She's like almost 70 years old. Right. Eventually, Father Time just takes over, and that happened probably about 15 years ago for her. But yet she still wears really, mm -hmm. really revealing stuff. Yeah, the clothes, I mean, it, it can only hold so much together after a while, you know? Right, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yes. The four things just change, and there's nothing you can do about it. Just the way it goes. Yeah. But she doesn't care. Like, for instance, uh, back in, like, what was it, 2006 when the movie Rocky Balboa came out? Yeah. It's like, yeah, Sly looked amazing for, a, for a, like, a 60-year-old guy. He looked terrific. <laughs> But at the same time, he's still 60 years old. That that right. muscle is like old man muscle. Yeah, it is. You know? yeah. It just looks funny. It just looks it strange. It looks very funny. Kind of gross. Yes, like, it uh, does. The, the muscle is firm and hard, but not the skin. Right. No, it's, and it's, really, <laughs> it's veiny, and it's just odd to look at. Yeah, it's hard, yeah, it's hard like, to look at. Like the muscle is there, but the skin on the on over it is like all gushy yet. Yes. Yeah. And if yep. we're gonna if we're gonna talk Madonna in the '90s, there's still a Vita. Yeah, that that and the other album I wanted to touch on um, was Ray of Light because that was another um, reinvention of herself, I think, from her previous work. What year did this uh, one come out? Ninety-eight. Ninety-eight. Yeah. Ninety-eight. Okay. God. Yeah. So I don't remember. album, she had that the the title track from that album i really like that song i i don't know any of the other songs off the album because uh, i will admit i have never ever in my entire life bought a madonna album i have not, not either one. yeah either. not a single one it seems redundant it was so easy yeah. to hear madonna yeah exactly <laughs> <clears throat> yeah all the songs that you needed to hear were played on the radio yeah. over and over and over again MTV, like heavy rotation, it's like, ugh, I'd get so sick of seeing it. But that was the same thing with Michael Jackson, too. Very you couldn't, true. You couldn't escape him, you know, mm -hmm. if you wanted to. Michael also had a Pepsi endorsement that went up in flames. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> too soon, oh. Brian. Way too soon. Well, yes. Ow! <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, then Mike also um, said Evita. I have not yeah. seen the movie either, but I haven't either. apparently it was like she did really good in the movie. So that would be another, I guess, credit to one of her better movie credits. Was that, yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was reviewed pretty well. I think was that the "Don't Cry for Me" Argentina thing? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. But um, if you ask uh, the writer of Evita. He thought uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber thought she was uh, the worst thing to happen to his work ever. Really? And, wow. I, but that, of course, was before the movie Cats. So. <laughs> oh, <dear> God. <laughs> <laughs> Anything involving that brilliant production, I'm on board. Yes. <laughs> you can't screw it up. But 
I, I don't know. I, I saw the movie. Well, was that Elton John years ago? I'm not sure he's a very big fan of Madonna. Was he the one that famously quote, was quoted as describing Madonna as a thimble full of talent in an ocean full of ambition? Could that, be. That, that sounds, sounds like, like something yeah. you would say. Yeah. Was, that, was that Elton John that said that? Symbol uh, of talent in an ocean size of ambition. Is that what you said? Yeah. Wow. I can see that being an Elton John quote. I'm not positive that it is, but I can certainly see it. It's kind of insulting. A little bit. Well, yeah, it's meant to be. <laughs> kind of mean. <laughs> you know, in a, in a way, it's meant to be. It's it's a it's saluting her work ethic and all that, and her yeah. determination and all that, but but slamming any kind of actual musical ability that she has. From the utterly yeah. ambitionless Elton John. <laughs> right. Well, here's the thing I learned about Elton John by watching the movie Rocket Man, is I didn't know he didn't do his lyrics. Did you guys all know that? Yeah. Bernie, Bernie Taupin? Yeah, Bernie Taupin did all I had lyrics. no idea. You didn't know that? Really? I did not know that. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, yeah, I he came up only, with the music. Yeah, the only lyrics, really, that... Elton John did was uh, Lion King for Broadway, isn't it? I believe so, yes. Yeah, everything else was was with Bernie. Hmm. Well, they had they had a number of years where they were separated, though. Yeah, yeah. They collaborated a on a movie, number of them, way. too, you guys I have think. Not seen that. that is a brilliant movie, I thought. It was pretty good. What? A hell of a uh, lot better than the Queen Rocky movie, Man. the Freddie Mercury movie. Oh, my God, that movie pissed me off. Really? I loved it. I just thought it was overrated. I mean, it was entertaining, oh but it was just. I couldn't get over. It. I just I liked Rocket Man better. I thought Rocket Man was done better. Yeah. Well, I couldn't get over the guy who played Freddie. He seemed to be at odds with his prosthetic teeth, and <laughs> yeah. it was like very distracting for me for the entire movie. The way he was kind of like <laughs> doing some tooth wrestling. <laughs> yeah, it was oh. like stop doing that. Yes, my, I, yes, my I, dear. I, I got to say, uh, I, I had to look up to see if that, that line was by Elton John. Um, they had a feud that went over, that went for years, That's apparently. what I thought. They had a little cat fight going. Yeah. Madonna uh, and Elton? Yeah. Yes. Like, Elton, uh, some of the best, uh, Madonna winning best original song truly shows how these awards have nothing to do with merit. Her expect. No. Yeah, her acceptance speech was embarrassing in its narcissism. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I mean, they're, they're popularity contests. Shots fired. <laughs> narcissism. If you're going to have an insult contest, you may as well do it with someone like Elton John. <laughs> yeah. That's the wild of our time. Exactly. <laughs> oh, Elton John is hysterical when he gets pissed off. If you ever see footage oh, of him, he like is on admittedly YouTube. has a problem with anger. Oh so my God, he's, yes, he's a diva. There's no mm -hmm. question. Just a bit. So Madonna has a biopic that she's directing that uh, I heard about that. herself and Diablo Cody is oh, correct. God, yes, I did. I heard something. Yeah, yeah, I read something about that the other day. Have they decided who's playing her? Don't think so. Yeah. Well, <laughs> what Are true they... narcissist would she be if she wasn't Estelle Getty? Well, she oh, might. She might have lords do it. Oh, really? I don't, have you seen the kid? I mean, she looks exactly like her flipping Who mother. Who does? Lords, so? her daughter. Oh, okay. Oh, her daughter. Oh, okay, I was thinking of the other. Oh, you're thinking of the singer? 
No. Yeah. No, her daughter, Lords, uh, that she had with a Latin dancer, I think it was her first kid. I think uh, I think Betty White's still around, isn't she? She could probably do it at this point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah she, could. she could. Absolutely, no question. <laughs> Betty White. Just to see Betty White rolling around in that wedding dress on stage <laughs> like a virgin. For the comedic value alone, she would probably do it. Yeah, yeah, well, the male dancers would be there just to pick her up on right. the floor. <laughs> but anyway. One last thing. Definitely. The Elton John thing. Holy crap. Because you were talking about Ray of Light. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, if Madonna had any common sense, she would have made a record like Ray of Light stayed away from the dance stuff and just been a great pop singer and made great pop records, which she does brilliantly. But no, she had to prove that she was like a fucking fairground stripper. Right. Exactly. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Wait a minute. What's a fairground stripper? I'm sorry. I'm not familiar with this term or this I, occupation. I don't remember fairground strippers. I think they were a thing when we were um, before we were even born. Okay. Huh. And an old timey insult from Elton John. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, I had to get that last one in. That's no, okay. Yeah, because. You're right, because a lot of her stuff, later stuff, is more like um, EDM sort mm. of music, electronic dance music kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I can't think of any, I cannot think of any other Madonna song other than um, Ray of Light and that uh, Whoa. That one song that she did, I think came a little bit later, um, but right. that was like a long time ago, so it's like you haven't really heard anything from her. Okay, get this. I just found out what a fairground stripper means. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Now get this. What's the definition? Now it's like it's like there's like a like a freak show going on type of thing at a fairground, right? Like yeah. the world's hairiest women, world's thinnest man, whatever the hell it is. Some of these shows actually have strippers who start the show outside, and. Oh, Apparently, yes. from this, from the type of fair depicted, the strippers are usually so plain, ugly, or old that they could not be hired <laughs> by a normal strip club. <laughs> wow, that's great. That was wow. If that's true, Elton hit below the belt there. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. You do that need some a... reference materials, though, to, to fully get his joke. Yeah. But, yeah. Holy crap. <laughs> it's like even worse than the day shift at a strip club. Yeah, oh, the, day, God, yeah. the day girl. Yeah. yeah, so the other one I'm thinking of is um, she had the the music album in 2000. That was a little bit more on like the country kind of feel. She did a country she did a album. Country album. Oh, it wasn't really country, but it like had she did looking for love kind of yeah. influence. So yeah, the um, album I didn't realize it's just called music. So it's very, yeah, it's pretty generic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. But the song um, "Don't Tell Me," I think that one was the the bigger hit out of that song. And See, I don't recall that. I don't. I don't know. I, yeah. I probably would if I heard it. When did she start speaking with a? Uh faux English accent. Kind of like <laughs> Tina Turner did. <laughs> I don't recall <laughs> Tina doing it. Tina just turned British for some reason for a while. <laughs> well, course. Madonna did live in, in 
Britain for a long time because true. of Guy Ritchie. Very true. Which that, does make yeah. a difference. Yeah. She did a she did a video. I'm not sure what song it is, but with Ali G. You guys know who Ali G is? Yes. Okay. The comedian. Well, yeah, Sasha Baron Cohen. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Did that Ali G character? Which was fantastic. I find Ali G very underrated. Where I mean Sasha Baron Cohen. Baron Cohen. You know, I have uh, mixed feelings. I think he's very funny. I think he's really good. But then he he like goes to the gross stuff too much. He can be yeah. over the top. Yeah, yeah, gross is funny, but it's not. It's it's disgusting. It's like, why do you need to go there? <laughs> right. Keep it clean, Allie. Ex- well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like his wife. Who's his wife? Isla Fisher. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah, yeah. seriously, Isla Fisher is his freaking wife. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow, I had no idea. Interesting. Well, we, we covered a lot of Madonna. No, yeah, absolutely. We talked a lot about Madonna. I told you we got an hour out of her. <laughs> I kind of knew it, w- it wouldn't be difficult because there's there's just so many layers to her career. And I'm just glad that none of us tried to pronounce her uh, actual last name. I'm going to go with Ciccone. I think it's Ciccone. Okay. Or it could be. I don't know. Ciccione? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks uh, for joining us today on Those 80s Kids Remember on this wonderful episode about Madonna. Don't forget to like us on Facebook. We are on Twitter at Those80sKids. Um, also, Those80sKids.com, uh, where you can uh, learn where you can download all of our episodes. We're on Apple Music. Um, I don't even think that's what that's called. Is that what the iTunes? <laughs> Yeah, yep, there you yes. go. Uh, iTunes, iTunes. Um, we're on Spotify. We are on um, Google Play. Anywhere that you download your more premium podcasts, you will mm. find those any kids remember. Um, so make sure you download us, um, like us on Facebook. All, everybody who listens and likes us on Facebook uh, gives us a follow. Thank you so much. Um, we really appreciate um, that. And make sure you share those 80s kids um, so we can grow the 80s kids nation as large as possible. Absolutely. Yep. And we are also on Patreon. So if you would like to help support those 80s kids, keep the lights on. Membership levels start as low as $5. Oh, you have lights? Oh, yeah. I've got lots of lights. (laughs) Dozens of not illuminated lights. Uh (laughs) Got to keep them on. (laughs) Save the lights. Thanks, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, turned off my lights, man. But yeah, thanks for being here. Um, we'll be back soon with another episode. I'm hoping. I'm. I'm really hoping. I'm really kind of probably overexcited that. Um, I'm hoping next time we can talk about Karate Kid and Cobra Kai. Oh God, let's please. Yeah, it would give me yeah. time to watch Cobra Kai, which I need absolutely. To. I'm really excited to talk to that one. So hopefully next time we'll talk about that, and hopefully next time we'll be very soon. Yeah, it'd so, be very cool. Yeah, it would be awesome. Uh, thanks to Rusty for joining us. I hope he'll be back. Yeah, yeah thanks for having Rusty. me on. Glad to have you. Yeah. Thanks for bringing uh, me into the clubhouse here. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So we'll hope remember the password, back. man. <laughs> <laughs> Tangential. Tangential. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. So until next time for those 80s kids, I'm Andy. I'm Brian. I'm Greg. I'm Mike. I'm Rusty.
Those 80s Kids Remember podcast is a production of those80skids.com 2020, all rights reserved. Music by Atokada. All third-party audio clips used therein are the sole creative property with rights reserved to respective owners.